Welcome back, everyone, once again to the Wood Bats podcast, a podcast where two brothers who are lifelong New England sports fans come together once a week to share their love for sports together. My name is Darren Woods, and I am joined, as always, by my brother, Dylan. Yep, back at you. Indeed. And this week, we decided to do something kind of different. Um, since the the MLB season is coming up very soon, when we're recording this, the opening day is in five days. So we decided that we are going to potentially humiliate ourselves by doing a MLB division predictor and see how well or not well we do. Yeah, I think it'll be good to get a scope of the league just going around different teams there. At least off the top of my head, it feels like a, a pretty good amount has changed with a lot of the, you know, top teams and even some of the, you know, middle tier teams and just thinking about some of the divisions this year and just the teams overall. It really doesn't feel like there are a lot of teams that aren't that are just totally just have no chance at, at the start of the season, which is pretty typical for baseball because it doesn't feel like every year there's like, you know, on, only five or six teams in the race. It feels like at least until the summer months, there are plenty of teams who can make a run. So. Yeah, I think it'll be a good season. Especially with this expanded playoff format, there's going to be a lot more meaningful games later on now. Yeah, it's eight teams right now. I thought it was six. Yeah, 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 you're right, six. Yeah. That'll, we'll have two, two wild cards instead of just, I know, three wild cards instead of just the, the two that play the wild card game for the past, you know, eight or nine years or so, or however long it's been in place. Yeah, and once again, uh, Dylan is recording somewhere else than usual so the cars are back today yeah about in full force on a saturday so and it's a nice day outside so uh plenty of people you know going places yeah so yeah let's uh let's just cut to the chase and let's start with the how about the al east because i feel like that's a good place to start yeah it is it is probably the most you know the division that me and you are both going to be paying attention to the most this season but uh, I do think if you want to like just start somewhere else randomly, just because I think like we 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 could we could start with the least, but it is by far the best division, so it might also be an option to wait until the end because there is you know probably the most you know diversity of 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 possibilities for the order of those teams. But it doesn't really matter to me wherever you want to start. I think we should start with the AL East. Okay. So do you want to go first? Sure, I would love to. Undoubtedly, this this division should be should be pretty close with the top four teams. I think that they'll probably be within like ten games of each other. So it's, I think it's really hard to decide who's going to win. I mean, considering some of the changes teams have made, well, the Rays are going to have Wander Franco for a full season. Now people really like him. They did lose some of their pitchers, I believe. So their uh, rotation isn't as strong as it once was, but I think they're still a very good team. So um, I I can see the winning division again. I I, I don't they still won 100 games last year. I don't think I think they're still like a 95 win team. And moving on from that, in terms of what I think come in second place, again it's pretty much a toss up because it could be either Boston, New York, or uh, Toronto. But I think I think Toronto's gonna do it this year because I mean they almost made the playoffs last year. Remember that, and they've they made quite a few. Um, Acquisitions, they got Matt Chapman, which is huge. One of the best defensive third baseman in the entire league. Uh, who else did they get? Oh, yeah, they got um, Yusei Kikuchi and uh, Kevin Galsman in rotation now. So 
they're definitely called solid team. They could even win a division entirely. But I think they'll be like one or two games back from Tampa Bay. I think they'll be in second. I think that third place, as much as I want to say Boston, I think Boston used up a lot of their a lot of their good juju last year, and I think New York will be third. They got Josh Donaldson now. As long as he stays healthy, he'll be pretty big. But they did lose Gary Sanchez, but I don't think he's that big of an asset to get rid of. And they also got Kenneth Falefa now, so I think they'll still be a solid team. Maybe like high 80s or low 90s for the wins. Red Sox, I think, will be like a mid-80 sort of season for them. They did Their pitching is, which already wasn't spectacular to begin with, it isn't as good as it was last year. And Chris Sale being hurt is definitely a huge blow for them. And an Orioles, obviously, they're going to be last. You don't really need to say anything about them. Yeah, it'll probably be another year. I think pretty a clear consensus of the Orioles going to be in last place. But it really is tough to pick any of these four teams to finish fourth. But obviously, someone's going to have to do it. I I think the Blue Jays are probably the favorite right now to win the division just because of the additions they made. Even though losing Marcus Simeon, who was a very uh, productive player for them last year. I think the additions they've made, as well as uh, another year of growth of, of Vlad Jr. and uh, Kevin Biggio and Bo Bichette, I think people are counting on them to surge. It is tough for me, though, to pick a team who didn't make the playoffs last season to vault ahead of, of the three teams who did make the postseason. So um, I think I'm going to hold off on Toronto. And then with Tampa Bay, the team that made the World Series two years ago, Last year won the division again, pretty much ran away with it in the last month of the season. No one, no one really got close. But then lost to the Red Sox in the division series. I wonder if that'll have any effect, sort of like Tampa Bay kind of sinking back down in the division after not really dominating it the last few years, but definitely being the front runner. So I'm kind of hesitant to pick them. And then obviously all, all, all these teams are good teams. I, I just, I, just, I, I want to feel some sort of like, importance or just like a really solid reason to pick one of these teams to finish first i think just probably because i'm biased but just and i'm also gonna be rooting for this obviously the whole season but i think i'm gonna pick the red sox just by default even though i think it'll be really close you mentioned chris sale being hurt he was hurt last year and didn't really have too much of an effect in terms of wins and losses adding trevor story is a really i think strong move the Red Sox probably have the best lineup in baseball, so that'll be a plus. The pitching is a concern, but again, I think Alex Cora, ever since he came back, the Red Sox just have a renewed energy, and I, I, I would be pretty surprised if they missed the playoffs, especially with the added team, so I think I'll pick them to finish first. And then the Yankees, I really think you could make a case that all four of these teams are more or less even, so again, it'll be hard to kind of like predict what their order will be but i think just for the sake of predicting i'll go with the red sox first and then i'm, I'm gonna go yankees second actually no i'm gonna go toronto second yankees third and then tampa bay fourth and then baltimore fifth but again a really tight race and it, it, it hopefully it will, it'll be a really fun season to watch all those teams play not only play each other but then just every night back and forth kind of uh, in the NBA right now with the Celtics, the, the uh, top four teams in Eastern Conference, just paying attention all season to what those four teams are doing. So uh, let's move on to the uh, AL Central now. Just go in order. Yeah. 
last year, this was well, I guess you you can go first again just to keep it the order, but last year the White Sox basically the whole season dominated, so it really wasn't that much of a race, but yeah, White Sox, I don't see how they how they uh don't win the division again. They still retain a lot of their core. They did lose Rodone, but I believe they got someone. They got like uh, I think Alex uh or AJ Pollock, who should hopefully fill that void, yeah. even though he's not a pitcher. Hopefully he'll be able to sort of balance that out. Rest of the division, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know too much about the rest of the teams. I know the Twins, the Scott Correa, which is big for them. They got they got uh, Sonny Gray as well. I'm actually gonna put the Twins in second, even though they came last last year, because they did have a bunch of injuries. Like Byron Buxton missed, missed a lot of the year, and like always, maybe this year will be issues year though. Who knows? If, maybe. if if he stays healthy, I think that they can potentially make a playoff run. But after that. I'd probably put Cleveland at third because they came second last year, so I think that they'll do pretty close to that. And then beyond that, I think I think I'll go Kansas City fourth and Detroit in last. I think the White Sox definitely are the safe pick to win the Central again. Although I think I'll be watching to see how teams like the Tigers and the Twins do, just because the Tigers have kind of uh, you know been slowly gradually getting better over the over the last few years now adding AJ Hinch's manager getting Eduardo Rodriguez and uh Javi Baez were, were two pretty big moves I doubt that, that those are enough to vault them into the, the White Sox category but again anything can happen during the course of the season like like you kind of alluded to with with us uh, potentially humiliating ourselves it definitely a lot of the picks at the beginning of the season don't end up turning coming true. It's like last year, the Red Sox were picked by some to finish last in the AL East, end up finishing um, tied for second and, and making the playoffs. So I definitely wouldn't be surprised to see a team like the Tigers uh, surge. While while they were never really in playoff contention, they definitely had some fun moments last year with guys like Akil Badu, uh, who got it through a hot start and was fun to watch at the uh, top of their lineup. And then with their pitching too, another year of Casey Mize and Tariq Skubal getting some experience and then year out uh, in their rotation. So I, I kind of like them to finish. I think I'm still going to put the Tigers third with the White Sox first and the Twins second. But just kind of speaking generally, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Tigers and Twins flip spots because like you said, the Twins out in Correa was a big move having, you know, him, Polanco. But um, yeah, like, like Buxton, Max Kepler could be due for a bounce back year. So I, I wouldn't be stunned to see the White Sox kind of slip a little bit, even though they still have most of their good players. So a lot of people are, again, pre- predicting a runaway for them in the Central. And then I'm going to go ahead and put uh, the, the Guardians, the, the new uh, Cleveland team in, in fourth, still with Shane Bieber, Cy Young candidate on, on their team, but not really a ton, much of anything else. And then I'll put the Royals in last, who I don't really think have made too many moves. So... That's how I'm going to uh, shape out that division. Yeah, I, I said Indians, didn't I? I'm still not used to that. Yeah, the, the Cleveland Guardians and the Washington Commanders are two names to get used to. Indeed. But yeah, now let's uh, round out the AL and go on to the AL West, which I think will be the division that has potentially the most change out of any of them. And to start off with that, I do think Houston will... I think despite the career loss, I still think they have what it takes to win the division. I can still think being a 90-plus win team. 
After that, though, I, I don't think any team is going to retain the placement they had last season. I think that last year, I think it was uh, Seattle that came in second. But I think this year, I can honestly see Anaheim coming in second. Even though they came in, I think, either fourth or last last year. They also had a lot of woes because they had Rendon missed a lot of the year. So did Trout. So they didn't really have them. As long as those two can stay healthy and active throughout the season, I think they can have a huge turnaround. Even if it's not necessarily a division crown, I think that they they can sort of bounce back from what last year was, and hopefully soon enough we can see Trout and Otani play in the playoffs together. So everyone's been dying for that. After that, I think Seattle will drop down a spot, go down to third just by default of the Angels. Even though they got Rob, um, Robbie Ray... I don't think he's enough to really propel them forward. And who knows, maybe the signing, maybe a signing years is like kind of a fluke, but we'll have to see. And then after that, I think that fourth, I think it'll be Oakland. And I think they're going to be like a below 500 team as well, because they did lose quite a few players. And I feel like they're kind of doing a sort of rebuild mode. And then Texas, I think, will come in last. Even with adding uh, Marcus Simeon and who was the other guy? Uh, Seeger. Make a yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah, I think that maybe I'll have to put Texas ahead of Oakland, actually. Yeah, so for this division, I think it'd be boring to pick the Astros first, so I'm not going to do it. I would love to see a team like Seattle or or the Angels finish first. It feels like every year I always think it's going to be the Angels' year, like the past couple of years. I've picked them to make the playoffs and then just watch, see as either their pitching is absolutely garbage or they have, they have injuries like last season, so... I think I'm going to pick Seattle to win the division, mostly because I just want to see it happen. As much as the Red Sox were kind of vying for that last wildcard spot last season, I was really rooting for the Mariners to also make the playoffs. Like It's, it's been repeated uh, many times, but the Mariners haven't made the playoffs since 2001, so it'd be awesome to see them have a, have a great season and, and finally make the playoffs. It, it'd also just be... Uh, refreshing to see a, a team other than the Astros win the AL West. They've won it besides Oakland during the pandemic year. I think they've won it like, like the past five or six seasons. So it would be awesome to see some new blood in there. Um, and again, as much as I want to pick the Angels to finish second, second or even third, because I would love to see a lineup with Trout, Rendon, and Otani like nearly every night just bash against Major League pitching. But I really don't trust the Angels anymore, just how many times I've picked them. So I think I am going to still pick them third, but I think the Angels could really finish anywhere from first to fifth, depending on whether guys stay healthy. I, th- I think finally getting Norris Syndergaard to be in their rotation, finally getting a, a quality pitcher was a big plus. But again, he's the guy who's been hurt a lot, so it's not even a guarantee that he's going to pitch, you know, more than like 15 to 20 starts so we'll see how that goes so i think i'm gonna go mariners first astros second angels third uh, rangers fourth even though i I think the rangers adding those two guys what was a bit of a surprise for me for for them to spend so much on a team that really did almost nothing last season so i kind of want to pick them to finish higher just because i did kind of like how they went out and spent that much but uh, i really can't think of too many quality players in their roster besides a lot of those two guys now so kind of uh, tough to envision seeing them finish anywhere higher than third and then the A's who basically traded away 
all of their talent and and, and are going to continue to probably trade some more guys. Will probably be in the uh, in the in the basement of the caboose that division for most of the season. So I think Oakland finally after you know four or five years of of contending for the wild card spot in the division are finally going to sink down the last. All right. Well, that's it for the, the AL. I will tell. I am surprised you have Seattle number one because you know they did. Kyle Seager did retire, so that's someone I have to do without this year. Yeah, so. he hit a lot of homers, but his average wasn't that great. It would be nice to see guys like Jared uh, Kalanick and um, their pitcher. I can't think of his name right now, but he came up and had had, had a few good starts. Uh, the end pitch that they had. So, and then again, like Robbie Ray and. Um, and and uh, Justice Sheffield was a guy who would be, it'd be nice to see him have a have a quality season. It would be, it would be his first in the majors. But yeah, Logan Gilbert was a guy I was trying to think of. Had a couple of nice starts that I watched last year. So yeah, the Mariners I think would be a pretty trendy pick. A team that a lot of people like just because they're young talent and just how resilient they were last season. Even after that um, really bizarre trade of their closer, who again for some reason I can't remember his name. Um, I want to say Hunter Strickland, but I think it was, I think it was uh, someone else. I, I know, I know that that's their own name. How about while you look at that, I start with the NL East. Yeah, and I think the NL East. Um, I think the main team that's gonna try to emerge is the Phillies with a bunch of their acquisitions. They got uh, Kyle Schwarber. I believe they got Castellanos as well, mainly hitting. But I think that um, they can make a big splash this year. I don't think I. I'm not sure if they'll win the division. I think that'll still be Atlanta because even though they lost Freeman, they pretty much replaced him in Matt Olson, who should hopefully do as well as if not better than Freeman did with them. And aside from that, I think the only major loss was uh, Solaire. And then after that, I think Philly will come in second with the exercises they made as long as they can stay healthy and continue to do well as they have been. Then I think the second place in you know, East is a good spot for them to uh, strive for. And that leaves, I think... I think I'm gonna put the Mets in third. I think without the ground for like half the year, or at least a good portion of the year, I don't think they have what it takes to be in the top two. But I think a solid third place finish is still in the cards. In the cards, him especially with Scherzer, who is, I mean, he's despite his age, he's still a very dominant pitcher, still one of the best in the entire MLB. So, yeah. And then beyond that, I can't even think of the other two teams. Yeah, it's the Marlins and Nationals. And I think that they're pretty much going to exact their spots last year with Miami getting fourth and Nationals getting last in their division. All right. And by the way, that closing was Kendall Graveman, who I thought of before. But uh, also, yeah, so NL East, getting Matt Olson to replace Freddie Freeman is, is obviously a quality move for the Braves. Although it obviously isn't going to feel the same just because of how much Freddie Freeman was a part of, of Atlanta and, and their uh, clubhouse. I do think. You know, in terms of raw numbers, that he might get somewhere close to Freeman, but just for what he meant for leadership and just like he was the face of the Braves for 10 years and to have him depart, I do think it'll, it'll, it'll be a little bit weird at the start of the season with, without him in the lineup. It, it, it'll be nice to finally get Acuna back. So winning the World Series without him and then getting him back will help. I kind of want to pick the Mets to finish first, although that would feel like a foolish move. I don't feel like the Braves are going to have as good of a season last year, even though I think they only went 86 and 76 during the regular season. So it wasn't like they had a crazy season. But I think I am going to reluctantly pick the Braves to finish first again. 
and then go Mets in second, Phillies in third. Even though with all their additions to the lineup, it feels like every year they like they even had they even had the MVP last season and still still could barely manage to get above 500. So it feels like they're kind of cursed to be you know mediocre for a long time. So yeah, I do think any of those three teams could win it though. And then the Marlins and Nationals really take your pick who's going to finish fourth or fifth. I, I guess I'll go Nationals fourth just because I like watching Juan Soto so much and then Marlins fifth. But I do think that this could potentially be a little bit similar to the AL East where those top three teams are going at it all season, but we'll have to see. All right. The NL Central is probably a division that I kind of just want to speed through because yeah. I think it's kind of a boring division compared to the others, so... I think that Brewers are going to win it again because they pretty much have a lot of the same guys and they do have um, Renfro now in place of Bradley Jr., which is, I think is an upgrade for them, even if only marginally. I was going to say Red second, but I remember they lost a lot of their players, so they're probably not going to do as well without a bunch of their best players. So um, in second, in the NL Central, if I can even think of the teams, it'll be the Cardinals because... Uh, I think it came in second last year, so I don't see much change there for them. And I think in third will be Chicago. I think they're not going to be that good of a team. And then I think fourth will be Cincinnati and fifth will be Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think from what I've seen, it's basically going to be a two-team race between the Brewers and the Cardinals. So those are really the only teams that are a threat to make the playoffs this season out of this division. So I'm going to go Cardinals first. I think they're going to build off that crazy winning streak they had last season. I, I think Arenado and Goldschmidt will be even better than they were last year. And hopefully Jack Flaherty will stay healthy, so that should help. So I'll, I'll go Cardinals first and Brewers second. I just don't know about how about the Brewers sustaining just how great their pitching was last season. It'll probably still be really good, but uh, I'm going to go Cardinals first. Just I, th- I think it'll be pretty close, to, uh, probably within five games or so, their division race, but and then the bottom three teams, are, I, I really think, are going to be pretty irrelevant all season. The Cubs, who have now lost, you know, all of Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez, uh, have, have gone out the door. So I guess, I guess I'll put the Cubs third and Reds fourth and Pirates fifth. But I really think that all three of those teams are going to be giving up pretty easy wins all season. I, I do think the NL Central is probably the worst division in baseball. Certainly the least exciting, I feel yeah. like. Kind of like like in the Midwest, there isn't really much going on. So, yeah. All right. So now, without the way, we're, we are down to our last division, the NL West. Right now, the Dodgers. I feel like they're one of the best teams in baseball. So I don't I don't see how they're not going to win the division, especially with the Giants being a downgrade from last year. They were kind of the only competition in the first place for that spot. So I think it's pretty easy to say LA in first. After that, I think that. A second will be but probably definitely between uh, San Francisco and San Diego. But I, I do have to say about the San Francisco over the fact that the T Juniors are going to be healthy until I think like July or June. It's around then. So Who? Tatis Jr. on the oh, Padres. Padres. Yeah. He is so he's not going to be playing the full season. Yeah. But I, th- I think the Giants, I th- last year they were like, they were like a 107-win team, but I think this year they're going to probably win about 15 games less or so than last year. And last year, you could, you could even argue it was kind of a fluke and wasn't really supposed to happen. Yeah, definitely. But after that, San Diego, I think they're going to improve from last year. I can see them being above 500, but I think they're going to be in third place. And then after that, it's going to be quite a gap between those teams and um, 
Colorado and Arizona. But Colorado did at least get Chris Bryant in this offseason, which is something. So I think I'll put them in fourth and Arizona will be in last. Yeah, I think I'm going to have a similar order, but just because I like watching the Padres so much, I'm, I'm going to be pulling for them to, to finish second and hopefully um, make some sort of playoff run. They, they were by far the biggest disappointment of last season, starting off with, with kind of thinking that they were going to be the Giants, what the Giants end, end up being to the Dodgers, where, where both of them finishing well over 100 wins and battling for the, for the one uh, spot in the West. So I would love to see the Padres push for the division, although with Tatis Jr. out the first few months, I think it'll be tough to do. But I do think a lot of guys on the Padres could be due for bounce-back seasons, uh, especially Blake Snell, who had a really tough debut year in San Diego. I think it would help if he could bounce back. So I'm going to go Dodgers first, best team in baseball. A pretty much consensus. Dave Roberts said that the only way the Dodgers will not win the World Series this year is, is if there is no playoffs. So pretty confident in his team. Uh, and then I'll go Padres second, Giants third, Rockies fourth, and, and D-backs fifth. All right. Well, that is all for the divisions. But how about we take it a little step further and we try to predict the playoff teams based yeah. on our division predictions. So don't want to go first this time. Yeah, so AL division winners, I had Red Sox, White Sox, and Mariners. And then for the wildcard teams... I think at least one, if not a guaranteed two, are going to come out of the AL East as well. So I'm going to say Toronto. Out of the Central, it, it's probably not, not not a great pick to pick more than one team out of there just because how, how quality the other two divisions are or potentially could be in terms of wildcard teams. So uh, as much as, I, as I'm going to be kind of rooting for the, the Tigers and Twins to make around make around in the Central, I do think it'd be safer to pick a team like the Astros and then the, the Blue Jays to make the wild card. And then I guess I'll give my last spot to, just because I want it to happen, the Angels over the Yankees. But again, probably uh, it could even be that that all three wild card teams come out of the AL East. So, um, but just, just for the sake of balance, I'm going to go uh, Red Sox and Blue Jays out of the East, White Sox out of the Central, and then the, I'm, I'm going to say three out of the AL West with, for the Mariners, Astros, and Angels. Although, even saying that now, it kind of feels silly, but we'll, I guess we'll just have to see how uh, how the AL East and the AL West kind of uh, do against each other. All right, yeah. So, my division winners are Tampa Bay, Chicago, and Houston, so they'll make it by default. And I think my three wildcard teams, I think Toronto will definitely be one of them. And I think that the Anheil will be as well. I think the other one is going to be New York. I think it's like, I think I'll, I could see two from the East and one from the West for the wild cards. All right. And then for the NL, I had Atlanta, St. Louis, and the Dodgers. And then for wild card teams, I'm going to go. So for the AL, like I, I, I feel like there are a lot of teams that could make a push for the wild card, but then the NL, there are a lot of teams that I don't really want to put in, like, like the Phillies and Padres. So I have second and both of those divisions. I think I had the Phillies third, but also the Mets too. It kind of feels like the AL is a lot better than the NL this season, just just thinking about it from like a thousand foot view. But uh, I guess I'll go, I guess I'll go Padres, Brewers, and Mets. So I'll just, I'll just go my top two from each division. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to keep it nice and even from the NL. I'm going to say my division winners, which are Atlanta, 
Milwaukee and LA, along with second place Beach Vision, which for me is Philadelphia, St. Louis, and San Fran. All right, so I think we have four uh, out of the six teams, same in the NL and then the AL. We both have uh, Toronto, the Angels, Houston, and Chicago. So I think we have I think we have four the same and then four different. So no wait. That could, that could, there's, there's 12 teams. So we have eight the same and four different. So we have two out of three teams matching then. Yeah, but I feel like every year I do this, I'll, I'll end up getting, getting like half of the calls right. I, I do think baseball can be so tough because it is such a long season that really a lot of things can happen from now in early April to the end in, in early October. So it really is tough to, to call who's going to finish where, but just thinking about it now, uh, that's where, that's where I stand. Mm -hmm. And I think on that note, that is going to wrap it up for this week of the wooden bats podcast. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us talk for the last 30 minutes or so. And we hope to see you again next week. Peace.